0: and give us the power to not live life on someone else's terms that we never signed up for in the first place, but have the lives we always dreamed of. Traffic's the question, and this podcast will give you the solutions. Now, on with today's episode. Hey guys, how's it going? And welcome to today's episode. So um, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the biggest blue ocean that I've seen in marketing at the moment, and I'm going to talk through how I actually discovered the 24-hour ranking system, and then in the following episodes after this, I'm going to actually break down all the different strategies on, on on what that is. But um, but obviously right now, if you're on this podcast right now, you're probably thinking to yourself, "Well, what can I do with my marketing? What can I actually do to get myself in front, get pe, get my product in front of people? How can I actually do that? Well." The number one search engine on the planet is still Google, okay? Google is the place where all of your competitors, all of your buyers, every, you know everybody's searching for your products and the reasons to buy your products, the problems that people have that are solved by purchasing your products. Everybody goes to Google, right? Now, when I actually started my first business um, in, uh, 20 years ago in 2002, um, I put up a website, and I was working in insurance at the time and i was I had this had this I had this, um, I had this uh, software called Microsoft front page now it 's basically like building a website in Word, and it was like a disk that you put into your computer and it would just kind of turn word into this web developer, which was really, really difficult so uh, while I was at work, I spent three months building a website I, I jacked my job in I was kipping on my buddy 's floor. And um, I um, had this website all built, and it looked pretty good for the time. Um, And it was I was going to be a wedding planner. So um, I actually had to hire an office because I couldn't work from my mate's house because he didn't have any room. So I had an office up on Colchester High Street, and I got the keys on New Year's Day 2002. Actually, on New Year's Eve, I got the keys. I was putting up desks all night. And then my first day in the office was um, the 1st of January 2002, right? And um, I didn't have very much money, so I kind of knocked up these flyers. I went to a few wedding fairs, and um, I put up this website, and it was waiting for this thing to rank. It took about three months for this to rank on the search engines. Google was super, super slow back then, Um, but it was actually relatively easy because what we could do is we could throw a few backlinks on it, and we could also um, add it to some directories, some online directories, and that would do the trick, but it would just take a while. And um, I can remember going to these art, um, sorry, these um, wedding fairs. There was one um, at our local sports centre, and uh, I could see. I can remember seeing a few friends turn up, and they are like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm I'm a wedding planner," and they were like laughing at me. And um, and I can't even remember to this day where I got this idea, but because I'd worked in insurance, I didn't feel like I had any transferable skills. So anyway, I got this um, – I, 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 somebody came into the office, basically, the woman and a daughter, and um, I think she was doing like half to amuse me, and she was like, well, why should I let you organise my daughter's wedding when I'm actually quite happy to do that, right? And I was like, well, I'm going to do it for free, um, which is, you know, obviously people normally charge for this, and she said, okay – And then I said, and we'll get you discounts on your ring and your dress. I mean, I hadn't lined any of this stuff up, but I was obviously riffing at the time. And I was just kind of like, you know, I was trying to kind of work out what I could do. And then she said something like, well, how will you be able to? um, No, she asked me a few questions. She said she asked me if I had a degree in textiles, which I didn't have. Um, She also asked me if I was gay, uh, which I'm not. Um, but it was kind of through me. I was like, okay. And then she said, um, like, are you, um, she said, and will you match drapes with napkins so that everything's kind of colour coded? And and I kind of went white as a sheet. And I was like, I really do not want to ruin this lovely lady and her daughter's wedding, right? And I was like sitting there and she she saw the look on my face and she kind of made excuses and, and walked out quite quickly and I was left there thinking, I don't want to do this, right? I really do not want to do this. So um, I was sort of sitting in the office and I was trying all these different things. And I was duplicating this website. I mean, I, I guess I was just playing around with the software. Anyway, we put this, li- this little global tracker thing on. And um, most people would ignore it. It was a free piece of thing that you could put on your website. And people would click it. Um, and you could see all the traffic where it was coming from. And when this started ranking, we noticed that it was um, one place in America, Arizona, we were getting loads and loads of traffic. So I started emailing all these companies in Arizona, and I said, look, I'm getting all this traffic. Do you want it, right? Um, And a lot of them said no, which was kind of strange, really, because, like, well, you know, I've got traffic. (laughs) Um, But I don't think a lot of people, because the internet was – you know, the internet was kind of like four or five years old, but it was only really just starting. And most people didn't really see the value in it straight away. But um, anyway, this one company said, yeah, if you send us the traffic, um, if anyone does book anything, we'll pay you a 10% commission. And we can we can set it up with your PayPal. I think with PayPal it was like six months old. So I was like, yeah, Cool. So I did that and kind of just forgot about it, right? And I didn't really know. I was kind of thinking I'm going to have to jack my job in soon. I don't know what I'm going to do, right? And a few days later, I I kind of went into my office and I logged in and I saw that I had $350 sitting in my account. And my initial thought was like, is this my money, right? Can I take this out? And then once I'd had my first cup of coffee that day and I kind of realized it had come from this company in America and I, I phoned this company up And I, you know, and I I said, like, you know, what's happening here? I said, is that from you? And they were like, yeah. I said, but you're filling up our calendar. He said, literally, you've overtaken all of our inquiries. And I was like, whoa. He said, yeah. And And then actually, when I looked at the website, I could see I was ranking for all these different keywords. And we were sending a flood of traffic. So virtually anybody in Arizona at that point who was searching for a wedding service or anything like that, was basically coming to my website. And then I was just forwarding them a link, right? And um, he said, that's actually a 10% deposit, um, which was, that the, the, they've um, paid us three and a half thousand. It's a $35,000 package. So you're going to get quite a bit more. And I was like, wow. And he said, but there's loads of bookings coming in. I was like, cool. So I was like, wow, I think I'm going to be all right. So... Um, So while this was going on, and then this money started coming in, we started to duplicate these websites. And by this time, um, I'd moved down to Brighton um, from from my hometown in Essex. Actually, I spent a year living in Cornwall, um, and then I moved to Brighton. But by the time I got to Brighton, we'd been duplicating these websites and putting them up for sale. So what we would do is we would, because it would take about three months to rank, we would literally duplicate the site, literally just copy it, change the text, change the colour scheme, change the logo, and it would take us around about two hours, and then we'd spend about another hour putting some backlinks and putting some directories, and then we'd just have to leave that and sit and wait for it to rank, right? Because it would take about three months. But we could do about two or three of these a day, and then we would, when these kind of matured, we'd put them up for sale. And instead of doing affiliate marketing, we would uh, we would sell them as a, as a going concern. And... We put these things up for sale and, we, um, and then what was weird about this, there was a, there was a website in the UK called uh, Businesses for Sale. So we put it up for sale on there and the phone would literally ring off the hook straight away. As soon as we put that up, people would go crazy. And, you know, initially when we started doing this, we didn't realise that there'd be a massive demand for this. We just thought, OK, we'll put them up for sale. We'll see if we can make some money. But as we got good at this, we realised that if this was worth three or four times the amount um, to the to the person buying it, they would rip our hand off, right? They would literally, I mean, I can remember being on a call and someone saying to me, look, you know, please do not, I'm going to phone my wife on this other phone. I'm keeping you on the call. Please do not go anywhere. Please do not sell it to anyone else. And... What was interesting about this is that we were making a lot of money as well because we were selling these for like ten, fifteen thousand pounds in the UK, and we were paying like a few, a few, you know, just a few dollars for these things. And wait, you know, the only thing we had to do was wait for them to rank. Once they were ranked, some of these companies were on like page three, four, or five of Google, and we had their traffic on the front page of Google, and they got it right. And people were starting to seriously get it within a very short space of time. Um, So this went on for a few years, and we did really well. Um, And I had an employee called Lee. I had a little office up the road. It was really good times, actually. We really enjoyed it. And uh, one day, we sold four of these things. We made over £100,000. You know, it's kind of crazy times. But obviously, because people were starting to understand the power of the front page of Google, everybody started wanting in, right? Everybody started to think, okay, I want Google. And to, you know, there was kind of all these tactics that people were playing, which were like grey hat and black hat to outdo each other, right? Everybody was trying to get, you know, race to the top. And I don't think Google had a massive problem with this until people were searching for stuff and it wasn't relevant anymore. So people were gaming Google and putting stuff at the top of Google that wasn't, you know, wasn't actually what they were looking for. And then people started leaving Google. And this is when Google started to fight back. And I can remember I was on a skiing holiday with some buddies and they said, look, you know, Google's crap. You can't find anything you're looking for on Google anymore. It just comes out of all this spam. And so what Google did is they came out with these penalty slaps. So the first one was the panda, then it was the penguin, then it was the hummingbird. And then we got caught in the crossfire because we'd have to, we had like all of our clients' websites. So we had to play cat and mouse like everybody else, trying to get back up the search engines using the tactics that Google didn't actually want us to use. And then eventually they delisted our entire network, and that included all my clients' websites. So that was a, that was a bad day, right, because I literally came into the office and everything had gone. And then I lost Lee, and I nearly lost the roof over my head, and times were really bad. And um, so that was kind of how I knew the power of Google. So we'll fast forward to um, 2017. So the 6th of April, 2017. I'll never forget the date, right? I noticed that these videos started appearing at the top of Google. Now, they would appear in this carousel. So you'd get one, two, three, right? And they started appearing and taking up all this real estate with these with these thumbnails, which were billboards, right? So they were YouTube videos appearing on the front page of Google. Now... The reason I sort of gave you that backstory is because as soon as I saw this, I was like, whoa, this, like, this, is, this will change my business, right? And um, so I got on the phone to um, my ad manager at Google at the time. And I wasn't long from, away from lose, like, not being able to pay my mortgage. And I was at that point where I was probably going to lose the roof over my head. So when I spoke to the ad manager, I said, look, how can I get in on this? And he said, well, this is free. He said, you don't have to pay. And he said, and all you need to do is Google what it wants and it's going to place your listings. And I said, but will they like be appear today and then be gone tomorrow? And he said, no, no, no. He said, these could stay here for years to come. Um, and I said, and how many of these can I have? And he said, well, he said, there's actually nine, up to nine that you can have in the carousel. So I was kind of on this phone and I was thinking, like, he's telling me right that I can get evergreen free ads I can actually put these up immediately as well because Google owns YouTube Google doesn't put us in a queue and I can keep them there for years to come and he was like yeah potentially and I said right I said so how do I do this he said well you just need to give Google what it wants but obviously I didn't know how to do that right it was kind of a bit cryptic I was like well what do I how do I do that right so I then got on the cook, uh, I then phoned up any guru that did SEO or anything like that that I knew of that could help me, and uh, not one of them knew how to do it, and two weird things happened was is that one, um, you know, not one of them knew, but two, the, the, the other weird thing was, was that most of them didn't care because they'd all been burnt so much by the penalty slaps. Now, Google were actually looking for people to do this. This wasn't something you had to be black hat or do any of these strategies. So I made a mental note that I was going to be the one to go and figure this out. But not only that, when I developed this, I knew that I had to develop a white hat strategy. Because if I wanted my business to last and not lose the roof over my head, obviously, that was going to be, um, that was going to be first and foremost, which is obviously why I gave you that backstory of how I discovered this and why this is one of the most powerful systems. Now, what's interesting about that is that right now today, this is the number one biggest blue ocean. Like I said, in marketing, we've managed to get a double Two Comma Club award in seven months. And we can actually apply for another one now already. But um, I'm not going to obviously keep applying for awards because it's I'm running out, running out of space on my wall. And not only that, um, I'll probably apply for the Two Comma Club X when we get that. But the thing is, is that this is, I mean, I've only actually spent... Um, As of recording this episode now, I've spent just over $12,000 on ads since I started my very first business, and most of that since 2017. So this stuff really, really works. 90% of businesses will actually fail in the first 120 days. I actually got that from Forbes. If you can go and check that out, right? So 90% of all online businesses that are registered will actually fail in the first 120 days. So in the first four months... 10% 10% of businesses um, will only succeed. And then if you actually go and look at the stats um, longer term, more over a year or a year and a half, that goes down. That significantly reduces like 1% to 3% of actual businesses will succeed. Um, and what we figured out is that lots of people are falling into lots of traps. In fact, most people are falling into the, exactly the same traps. Um, and we figured out what they are. So I'm going to obviously break those down. And then I'm going to explain how we combated that with a 24-hour ranking system um, so you can do that. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode, guys. Thanks again so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you. Um, If you do enjoy this, please uh, leave me a five-star review. I'll be eternally grateful. Um, So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, have an awesome day. And I'll see you in the next episode.